This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. It was a one-two punch that adds up to what many believe was the worst day ever for the Trump presidency. In two courtrooms, 200 miles apart yesterday, the daily attempts to dismiss the criminal investigations that have engulfed the Trump White House all but collapsed. In Manhattan, Michael Cohen, the president's former lawyer, admitted in court that Trump directed him to break campaign finance laws by paying off two women who said they had sexual relationships with him. And in Alexandria, Virginia, a jury found Mr. Trump's former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, guilty of eight counts of tax and bank fraud. And that is the most significant victory yet for the special counsel, Robert Mueller. Some say these setbacks could open fissures among Republicans on Capitol Hill and even expose Trump to the possibility of impeachment. But seems to me that Trump supporters still see the investigations as witch hunts just pursued by Democrats and news media, which Trump says is the enemy. So... To break it all down for us, we've got Siraj Hashmi, political commentator and writer for the Washington Examiner, and Professor Nelson Wiseman of the University of Toronto. Hello there. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. Okay, let's start with Siraj. What's your take on the seriousness of these developments for Trump? So the biggest takeaway here is that the Michael Cohen guilty plea is actually going to be more impactful against Trump because that could actually land him in the witness chair where Michael Avenatti, Stormy Daniels' attorney, could dispose him. And um, what we could really see is, you know, Trump is in saying things on, you know, under oath, um, basically saying that what he has done, whether it be, you know, the directing Michael Cohen to pay off hush money to two women that he allegedly had affairs with, um, that he didn't do it, and that could implicate him even in, you know, into a further legal corner. And that really could open up the possibility or even set the path forward of Trump being impeached, uh, should the Democrats take the House and possibly the Senate. Um, of course, impeachment is not a legal uh, process that's more of a political one, but still, that's all you really need to. to uh, that's all you really need to get Trump out of office, and that's going to be, I think, the goal that many Democrats have their eyes on. Okay, but isn't this whole business of uh, breaking campaign finance rules? Isn't that a bit arcane for most people, Nelson? Yeah, Washington? I mean, people, people break. Oh, oh go ahead. Well, let me just say some broader things, if I can respond to Siraj and to your own comments, Libby. Let's step back and take a bird's eye view. You called this the worst day ever for the Trump presidency. I recall people saying that around Charlottesville 
I recall people saying that around when the Stormy Daniels story broke. So we've heard this many times. Uh, and I don't believe that anything new came out yesterday, except we had a guilty plea and we had a conviction. But a lot. Of, but we knew that in the Manafort case, it was more or less, you know, the, the documentary evidence was there. He was going to get found guilty on something. On the Cone case, there wasn't anything that we really hadn't learned, uh, except that he pleaded guilty and that he was charged yesterday. And I would suggest that to demonstrate that this isn't the worst day ever, when we look at the polls the next two, three days, we will see that the president's uh, popularity hasn't decreased. I don't think it's increased, but I don't think the numbers will swing dramatically. I think that Shiraj makes an excellent point that if Avenatti gets to depose Trump, and we'll find out if he can do that, I think, at, at sometime uh, in the first half of September, then that could really uh, damn him. But I could see Trump getting out of that. Uh, you know, he is the president, and he doesn't have time to just run around, and or he can claim to do these things. Um, so that, uh, now, with respect to impeachment, quite frankly, I think it's irrelevant if the, if the uh, Democrats take the House and impeach Trump. If I'm not mistaken, um, Rep a, Rep a Republican um, Congress impeached Clinton. But what counts is getting convicted. And you need two-thirds of the Senate. And the Republicans, if they don't hold the majority of the Senate after this election, and I think they will, even if, they, even if the Democrats take the Senate, they're not going to hold two-thirds of the seats. In fact, most of the seats, um, the Democrats stand to lose more seats than the... Um, so I think we're going to need more. And I think where uh, the way this will unravel for Trump is just the way it unraveled for Manafort. Mueller is getting into the finances, the relationship between people like Manafort and Russia financially, or, or or Ukrainian oligarchs. Yeah, Nelson, I think you've got something there. Siraj, what do you think? Uh, with respect to getting into his actual finances? Uh, well, that uh, there is possibly more jeopardy for Trump once this whole financial trail starts getting unraveled. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, you always got to follow, follow the money in terms of these criminal investigations. If, if that's what Mueller is really after, and so far what he's dug up with Manafort and Rick Gates and a lot of the individuals that have been implicated in the, his probe, um, you really do have to look at where the money leads. And, uh, you know, President Trump already directing Michael Cohen to commit a felony or federal crime should be enough to at least get catch wind, uh, or at least enough for Mueller to catch wind of. And, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what it is you can implicate Trump on that at reach that at least is you know falls within the parameters of the statutes of limitations. Um, but I'm sure there's going to be you know a host of things considering how many times Trump has been sued, or how many times that you know people have uh, um, come out against him alleging him of sexual misconduct. I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, and I will say Nelson is right. There probably will need to be more in order for Congress to actually act on it and actually impeach Trump. Um, I mean, the thing, the fact of the matter is Trump is not going to go away. I don't think he'll lose a 2020 election unless he is actually physically removed from office. 
Uh, what's your take, though, morning after? I mean, you know, here we're in Canada, we're watching news programs, and depending on, you know, the slant of the news program, they're all going, you know, nuts one way or another. Either it's nothing or it's the, the worst thing. What's, what's your take on how yesterday's events were received by the public? Siraj? Uh, well, I... Oh, sure. Yeah, so there has been a little bit of spiking the football. I think there are some people in the media who believe that this is the beginning of the end for Trump. Um, of course, every time something happens with the Trump administration, it always seems to be the beginning of the end. So this, though, however, happening on the same day, the Manafort uh, guilty verdict on eight of 18 charges and and also Cohen pleading guilty, um, that at least is a, a, a big tipping point um, for the Mueller investigation. And, you know, it definitely pushes back on the narrative that Trump needs to fire Mueller. I think it's now too late for him to do any of that because he finally has something, uh, as in the Manafort verdict. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nelson, do you think he can fire Mueller? I agree with Siraj. I think it's become a lot more difficult. I think he'd like to. And I think the problem there he has are people like Lindsey Graham, who, uh, who's come around to, uh, to Trump in many ways, but who's made it very clear that uh, Mueller's probe should, should just continue until its end. And he also said at the beginning when Mueller was appointed that if uh, Trump tries to fire Mueller, that would be the beginning of the end of his presidency. I agree with that, and I think the beginning of the end happened when he fired Jim Comey, quickly followed by the appointment of Mueller. And and get, just getting back to the money, if I may, I think the money I'm talking about isn't the Stormy Daniels money, although that's there, and the Karen McDougal money. There's no doubt about that. I think Trump is in hawk to the Russians financially, and I believe that Mueller has Trump's tax returns, just as he has Cohn's and Manafort's and Don Jr.'s and others. And I think that is going to be the unraveling. And I think there's a lot more in the... Because Mueller's been terrific. Things he hasn't leaked. Like a submarine, he hasn't leaked. There are a lot of things uh, that he knows that we don't know. And uh, when, when the report comes out, That'll be a blockbuster. I'm not as confident that Trump will last until the 2020 election. And if the Republicans have a severe setback in the House, they're not going to... I could see a movement uh, uh, to, to squeeze him out so that they could bring in Mike Pence, who they'd be much more comfortable with, and who would take over. wouldn't be a Democratic victory. And they'd be more comfortable running with Pence in 2020. Siraj, what true, do you th- yeah. do? You do you think yeah, absolutely? You- I, I think there might be actually some impetus uh, for Republicans on the fringe who may not like Trump, but at least appreciate what he's done uh, in moving the pendulum to the right uh, for many policies in the administration. Um, but yeah, if if Pence is the backup option and he's much more popular and you know more charismatic and also more tight-lipped about things rather than going on Twitter and blasting his political opponents in, in a way that only Trump can do. Um, I think there are a lot of Republicans in Washington who actually prefer that 
as the outcome of impeaching Trump. Whether their seats are on the line or not, um, you know, they're going to be at least the contingency of Republicans who believe that these Republicans who, if they decide to go through an impeachment proceeding and actually vote to impeach Trump, um, they're going to have to have a good reason to turn back on their constituents and say, hey, I did it for this reason. Um, you know, on moral grounds, uh, because he violated the law, um, and, you know, and as an act of bipartisanship. That might be the only way that they could probably get away with this and try to heal the divide, because I'm sure there are going to be, you know, Republicans in blue states who are uh, going to turn back to the constituents and actually win a lot of independent and Democratic voters simply because they impeached Trump. They may lose a lot of the Republican base, but I'm sure there are going to be establishment Republican voters who believe that they did the right thing. Okay, yeah, we are basically out of time. I would like to thank Siraj Hashmi, political commentator and writer for the Washington Examiner, and Professor Nelson Wiseman. Thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.